Good morning and welcome to Coffee with the Sarlows. I'm Kelly. Good morning. I'm Karen. We are coming to you uh, in an extra episode of Coffee with the Sarlows this week. Mm-hmm. Um, in light of everything that's going on in the world, um, we just decided that we wanted to reach out to you in as many ways as we possibly can. Mm-hmm. And so we're doing an extra show to hopefully help you cope with your self-isolation mm-hmm. um, and your isolation with your family. So a lot of our suggestions and things that are written down here for you today that we're going to talk about um, can cover people who live alone. So if you're by yourself and you think, oh, this is just for families, I'm out. No, sit still. Mm -hmm. This covers you too. And it covers all types of families. So if you're living with a roommate, for example, that's you too. So we're talking, or a pet, so we're talking about every kind of situation. You're going to find some tools here. Yeah, and hopefully it just helps you lessen your anxiety Mm -hmm. um, and in some of these ways helps you uh, to see connection in a very different way. Mm -hmm. That's our intention today. Uh, But before we jump into that, start off with show notes as usual. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, We do have our Evening with Medium events coming up at the end of April on the 24th. As we've mentioned, uh, we are not making a call about that event just yet. We will keep everyone posted about what will happen um, as we get more news from the government. Uh, I know Eventbrite is honoring people's refunds. If that's just something you're not comfortable with attending, that's completely fine. Mm -hmm. There are other opportunities and tickets for sale for our August and December events Mm -hmm. at the website by Sarlo. We have a second podcast series called Sips of Sanity. We talk about this a lot, but now more than ever, it's a good resource for emotional intelligence. And if you're thinking, what does that mean? Emotional intelligence, in short, um, is a toolkit to give you tools and ideas on how you can improve your thinking patterns and your behaviors and your responses to other people. So there's tons of tools in there to help all of you. Yes, and pa- um, pardon me, Sips of Sanity is available on patreon.com slash bysarlo. The first episode is free on the website oh. as well as YouTube. So we're on YouTube uh, at bysarlo. You can subscribe to that channel and get the first episode if you're kind of just wanting a teaser to see what it's all about. Um, but again, the rest of it is on the uh, patreon.com slash bysarlo. So... You regulars know that I messed up and I forgot to say all of that and Kelly jumped in. So I'll go on to say we offer all of our services by telephone all over the world. And we say that every single show, but now more than ever, you need to hear that we still do everything we offer in spite of what's going on with the virus. So you can reach us by phone, you can do a session still face-to-face by FaceTime, WhatsApp, Zoom, and Skype. So you still have four, pardon me, five ways to connect with Kelly and I. Way to step it up there. That was great. Good recover. Um, I also want to mention too, or we want to mention in the most tactful way possible, um, we very much appreciate that people love and enjoy being in our home and having that Mm one-on-one experience here. If you value your appointments If you um, can afford to keep your appointments, we are two small businesses. And so when people are canceling to say, we want to wait for an in-person experience, of course, we will completely honor that. Mm -hmm. There's no problem. Um, It does hurt us financially because of the uncertain times. So if this is something that you can kind of commit to and keep up with, that's fantastic. Um, Again, this is not a pressure or a shame situation. 
It's just to say that if you can help us out and stay committed to the appointment, we very much appreciate that so that we can continue supporting ourselves. And we've made comment many times that the sessions are no different. We've been seeing people all over the world for many, many years. Their sessions are not less exciting or less important or less accurate than the people who are local. Good. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Let's jump into today's show then. Yeah. And I say that, Kelly, because that's the question that local people ask. They mm-hmm. think for some reason that being in person means that they have an advantage. And and maybe they do in the sense that they're just sitting with us. Well, I think a lot of people feel that the in-person advantage is being able to fall asleep on our couch while they wait <laughs> for their friend. Do you know how many people True. find the living room so peaceful? Yes. They sit in front of that chalkboard sign that says, you are safe. <laughs> I get it. I totally get and would be one of those people yeah. that wanted the in-person experience. Okay, that's that's good. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, okay, so like we said, we've prepared this entire podcast to help people keep their sanity, yeah. maintain and cultivate their emotional intelligence through this very trying time, mm-hmm. um, and to kind of shed light on a metaphysical aspect of the virus. Yeah, and I and I think right now some people could hit the pause button and go get a pen and paper. And if you have graph paper or if you have, I was going to say, an empty Excel spreadsheet, <laughs> I know some of our listeners do, um, grab something like that. Hit, hit pause and go grab whatever it is that you need to jot things down. Or, you know, if you're watching it, and I realize you can replay it easily as well too. But the idea of jotting things down is to give yourself a chart, which is the, one of the very first things on the list that I've written down. Yes. is Are the trackers. Okay. So for anyone who's a regular listener and you're like, oh my God, a free episode, hopefully you also have your self-created bingo sheet next to you. <laughs> We've been talking about this. We haven't done it just yet. Um, but creating your little bingo sheet of what you know we're going to mention in a show right. um, to see which ones kind of happen first. So we've already said in the first couple of minutes, Karen's famous or infamous habit trackers. Right. Okay. And the whole point of a tracker can be that if you're living alone, this is amazing because it's going to give you purpose when you go to bed at night. So if you think that you have two weeks ahead of you or an indefinite period of time and you don't know when that's going to end and it's causing stress or anxiety as to, well, what am I going to get up to look forward to? Uh, And you're prone to maybe anxiety or some depression Um, or just being a scattered person and your mood is fine, but you're just a scattered person. This could be a fantastic thing to do now that you're in your own space. So what we're going to do is give you all kinds of resources in this show of the things you actually can put in the tracker. And some people then are going to go Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And the idea is that you tick off all of these things. That's one of the ideas. You tick it off as you do it. Because there will be a sense of achievement, a sense of purpose, Mm -hmm. a sense of, I got up and I did this today. This is great. But it does another thing. If you have 10 things on the tracker or 20 or 30, then you now have purpose for the rest of the day. You're going to be able to say, oh, the days are not just melting into each other, but I'm actually carving out time to do particular things. Some things that might be old, some things that might be new, but now you have purpose in a, between you know, breakfast and lunch and so on throughout the day. 
So I also want to throw in there um, for anyone who's listening and has not yet drawn the parallel themselves. If you're at home with children, the habit tracker can be extended to your children mm-hmm. or the things that we're talking about can be divvied up and you can have different habit trackers together. Yes. Because, and this is something we were discussing on our self-isolated walk this morning, is that there's a good chance that some children can, could come out of this with hints of OCD Mm-hmm. or full-on OCD. And we're not saying that to scare you. It's just that in these times, um, you may be giving your children very good reason and rationale when you're telling them why we're doing certain things and changing our habits. But a child's brain on- only has so much ability to reason, especially if their language is limited, mm-hmm. um, and also the ability to reason outside of the given situation, yeah. right? Yeah. So they may understand what we're doing at home, but panic when they go back to school, not understanding if they're actually safe. And so if you are giving them something like this habit tracker with all the things that we're about to talk about, they continue to understand purpose. They continue to understand um, what good routines are. They continue to understand healthy identity. Um, There's a number of different things that this can continue to teach them so that they don't go into their fear and that they continue to see um, the big picture. The habit trackers also help everybody with accountability. Yes. So that you don't have certain people, now we're talking again about more than two two or more people um, living in one space. Some people are over accountable while other people are under accountable. And this is to help identify that clearly. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes in situations, somebody is lying to the other person about their level of accountability. And the tracker can actually say, no. It's a wonderful way to actually be able to prove your point and to be able to move forward in um, a very tangible, constructive way. Mm -hmm. And if you're thinking, I don't even know what any of this means... Go back onto the website, bysarlo.com. We have tons of podcasts on the universal laws about responsibility, about accountability, about honesty, integrity. Those will kind of help you frame what we're really meaning here. Mm -hmm. And they're free. Okay, perfect. Yeah, free resources. And this is something I'm loving that's coming out of this whole situation is the amount of people who are sharing free tours for museums around the world. Mm. I asked if there was the same thing for libraries around the world. I've yet to hear back. (laughs) Um, But free resources to keep each other connected and educated. I'm sure that will come up later. Oh, it's on the list. So why don't we just do it now? Oh, okay. You've brought it up. So let's just, you've brought up two things as far as I can see at least. Put education on your tracker list and educate yourself in a variety of creative ways. So if there is some digital, because I know a lot of people, someone commented, oh, make everything digital. There we go. And it's like, do you understand what we're trying to do? (laughs) Like, Do you understand that this isn't because we're trying to take away school? We're actually trying to stay connected when we can't physically get out of the house. Yes. (laughs) And and, and people who are single are going to hear stay educated Mm -hmm. and some of them are going to already know this, but some of them don't. Some people give up educating themselves. Mm-hmm. They, they think that that there's no reason to, or I'm stuck in my ways, or you, you can't change an old horse, or, oh, that's not the expression. Somebody's giggling at that one. but Can't teach an old dog new tricks. That's it. <laughs> that's got to be a bingo tracker for sure, <laughs> where Karen messes up a common saying. <laughs> Um, but or maybe that we laugh during a podcast. 
Yeah, that's outright true. laughter. Yeah, and and I think maybe you could put on your bingo sheet Karen's type of laughs because she's got that one, but then she's also got the back, and it becomes like a cackle. It's great. Um, but back to educating yourself. Make sure that you're having creative ways of oh, educating so that you don't get bored. Point. I love what you've just done. A second point here is to create new experiences so that you don't sit in your home in isolation thinking that nothing can be new again. Each day is new. Mm-hmm. There, there are still online courses you can buy, um, whether it's artistic ones, conceptual or theoretical ones. And if you don't have technology and you're sitting in, out looking out a window, mm-hmm. the sky changes. Nature is changing. We are in winter approaching spring. Mm -hmm. Like so much is changing. Things can change in your home. You could sketch. Maybe you've never sketched in your life. Or you could write about what you see or sing about what you see. There are so many different things that you could do. So to create a new experience, which I I tried to do with you this morning, I told you in my head before... (laughs) When you're upstairs drying your hair, I, I said to you telepathically, could we sing out loud t- together today? <laughs> and it what, didn't even take you seven seconds. And what did you do? Well, I'm not going to do it on this show, but um, I yelled at you from the top of the stairs and I like yelled slash sang, I love you. You did. And, and it just, it was very... Oh, you sang it. Yeah. And I was in the kitchen making uh, scrambled eggs and I thought, Jesus... <laughs> There it is. There it is. She already sang. It took her all seven seconds to get my message. That's cool. It was really cool. Can I pause for a second? Because um, I want to speak to um, the parents that have children at home for a moment. Yeah. And and the, the parents of children who are still working from home. Mm-hmm. Because I realize that there are people in so many different unique situations Um We're not saying make this your whole day. Oh, God, no. You know, if you still need to get your work done, that's fine. You may create these habit trackers for your kids to do while you are busy working. That's right. Um, Or this just might be a better way to spend your your free time or your downtime after work hours. I think what you just said was really good. I want to repeat it. You just said to parents who are working at home and have children at home um, that the habit tracker could help their children... So you could actually put in a habit tracker a variety of things for your child to do um, and then give that to your children to keep them busy from 9 till 12. Mm -hmm. And then you go off and you do your job. And from 12 to 1, maybe you all sit down and have lunch or whatever it is you're going to do. And then the habit tracker can come back out so that the children aren't approaching you saying, Dad, Mom, Grandma, Grandpa. Now what? uh, Now what? What do I do now? What can I do? I'm bored. I'm bored. No, no. There's there's no word of boredom. There are habit trackers or however you want to devise this so that the children have to become self-sufficient, which is a great skill to be able to figure out what am I responsible to do this morning? Mm -hmm. While mom and dad work, what's on my agenda? And you could put fun things on the agenda. You could put things to calm their nerves like yoga time or stretching or relaxing or meditating or singing or listening to music, reading a book. Like we've just gone through a bunch of things on the list. Mm -hmm. Um, Homework might be on it, a school project, but it also could be a fun project. Mm -hmm. It could be their own personal project of making a Lego 
or um, oh, anything, whatever. Something of interest. Yeah. Yeah. And and you could invite them, like you said about the tours of museums. It it could be something that they do with technology. And that's one of the things I've written down is that don't let the whole time become about being on technology. There are tons of things to do here to go on your habit tracker so that technology is only a part of the day. It's just a piece. It might be your whole day because you have to work from home on a computer, but that doesn't mean that the kids need to be doing that, that your children well, need it. And like I said, it also doesn't have to be your after work hours. Mm-hmm. There are different ways that you can disconnect from work in order to reconnect to the family after. Mm-hmm. or to the roommate, or to just yourself. I was talking to one of my girlfriends in Toronto who's isolated in a condo, and she's like, I can't figure out this work-life balance right now because mm-hmm. she hasn't worked from home before. Um, and and that is difficult, but if you if you can follow some of these as resources, then you have a little bit more of a chance. So if you're working at home, you might want to be able to actually um, set your sudden alarm clock. Now I'm sounding my age when I say alarm clock, but I mean, it can be your alarm on your cell phone device and that can go off at certain times so that you still take a break and, or that you still take your lunch or at the end of the day, you're still at the end of the day. I do realize some people are going to say there's no end of the day. I'm on call now. And I, I do want to value that even while we're doing this, that certain things are going to be applicable on certain days. So you might be on call for four days and then off three. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do understand there's complete chaos in this. Right. But you can be adult enough to pick whatever is appropriate yeah. and apply it and apply it creatively as we continue to say. Yeah. So if you set an alarm to wake up at a consistent time of day to start your day with purpose great. And if that time needs to change because you were on call last night, no problem. Yeah. But you're still using the tool of setting an alarm and sticking to the routine, even if it's shifted by an hour or two. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm, we're going to do some serious ones. I don't want to do some yeah, fun ones. I would hope so. So that people really stay engaged and don't think, oh my God, this is just all work. This is depressing. Yeah, and this is not a to-do list. No. A habit tracker is something that actually, like you said, keeps you accountable to having a balance of healthy things in your life. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to throw out singing. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to strongly encourage um, that people use their voice because sometimes if we're just using our voice and we have a partner or a roommate and it just becomes that we're annoyed and angry, then it can just become focused on difficult emotions and difficult communication. And boy, oh boy, if one of you sings a good song, it can just shift the energy. I sing what I'm doing. I know you sing what you're I think doing. it's hilarious. It lightens my own mood. I have to have a pee. Yeah, oh, totally. <laughs> As I'm running up the stairs. I know, I hear it. <laughs> okay, so yes, I guess you could sing and narrate <laughs> your activities. <laughs> but it could be super fun. Whether you, and here's something that you can do that when you live alone. I do. People, yeah. So again, put something on, make up words. You could have fun making up a song like Lindsay is doing mm-hmm. um, for pets and raising money. Um, or you could just play something that you've already downloaded so that you're not using the internet all the time. So 
be aware if you like some music that you actually download it. If you have the funds to support that artist, pay for it so that you actually can support these people. Yeah. And download your stuff so you're listening offline. Let the internet be for the people who need it. Hmm. Instead of going to YouTube, I was doing that. Very smart. I was going to YouTube and just listening to current music all the time. And then when this virus hit, I thought, you know what? I need to download it and buy it. I need to honor these artists and make oh, sure yeah. that I'm doing that so that they have the money. So, And I was picking artists too that aren't big, super big artists. I was trying to find other ones that mm-hmm. were doing covers and stuff and then downloading them onto my devices so that if I didn't need the internet... It could be for people who really do need it, like university students and medical people and mm-hmm. telehealth and, oh my God, there's so much that we need it for, mm-hmm. um, any emergency services and stuff. So download your music, get yourself your, your own little archive and sing. Or as we know, it's come back into fashion, however you want to say that, play a record, put your record, open your record table. That's on my list. Put the vinyl back on. Yeah, because you and Eric gave me a record player a couple of winters ago. That actually went on my list was Mm -hmm. to listen to records more. Have a dance party. Yeah. Well, and anybody that knows me likes or knows that I like to dance with dead people at the end of each day. So if you're not dancing with the spirit world, but you're dancing with yourself or you're dancing with family members or pets. Or as we've been seeing... FaceTime and have a dance party. These companies have made it possible to actually have group chats. So, and I mean, before this occurred, um, so that you could all sit together or stand together or dance together and just, just be. Yeah. I love that idea. Okay. So we've gone into quite a few of the fun ones. I'll refer to it as, I still think a lot of these are still fun. Um, but I, I also did write down to carve out reading time mm-hmm. and that this is a wonderful opportunity to download again, support the authors, buy the books, mm-hmm. download them on your devices. And I'll just keep saying devices, um, so that you, if you do have the financial resources, we're still creating an economy mm-hmm. so that an econ- our economies don't totally crash because- Mm-hmm. Well, we won't go into that. Some of them are. So we still want to create revenue when we can. I um I am people will have differing views on a lot of things and I understand that. Um but I've already gone online to do online shopping through all of this, knowing full mm-hmm. well my deliveries are not coming for a long time. Yeah. Totally yeah. fine with that. But I've ordered from small companies through yeah. Etsy where I don't care if they can't ship to me for another month or two. I just wanted them to have something of an income. And I've even thought, you know, I know I will shop from them in the future. Maybe I could just go on and buy a $25 gift card for myself and pocket it for later. Ah. And I can redeem it later. But they have got the income at least coming in to sustain themselves right now. Yes. Very good. So I, I put down reading because it can be quiet time. Um, please be aware, I put down wearing headphones. Mm. So please be aware that other people in your home may need silence. So if your parents are, or somebody, a roommate is working from the same location as you, check in. check in and ask them if they need silence. Be aware of noise levels. Mm. Tell your children about indoor voices 
or the fact that it's quiet time for three hours. You have to pick things where there's silence in the house because someone is working or is sick or for whatever, or just needs a break. Mm -hmm. And the reading, doing puzzles, this is a great time to bring out puzzles and put them down, put them on a, on a, a mat or one particular table or space on the floor and People can go to it, spend a little bit of time, and come back. And you might meet there if that's good, but you also, and that could be your social with somebody, but it also could just be that you go to the puzzle and just spend a bit of time. So I'm suggesting things like puzzles, games, board games, things that you do at a cottage kind of idea, right? Um, Or if you did them in the 90s. (laughs) You did them at home. Blowing bubbles <laughs> mm-hmm. on a beautiful day. You know, some people could stand at their window and blow bubbles out the window. Mm-hmm. I, um, and that's another thing I wrote down was to stand in the sun, was to stand at a window or at a door. Open them, get fresh air. Yeah. And and I, I personally, I'm lucky because I live in a home. So I even if I'm isolated in my house, I can open the windows. I can open sliding glass doors or full-length doors with screens. I can stand on in my backyard on a deck because there's nobody back there mm-hmm. other than nature. I've seen people drag their lawn chairs out to the front of their driveways mm-hmm. and sit driveways apart yes. and just converse with their neighbors. Yes. That is not something I'm seeing locally. Now, mind you, we're in northern Canada and it's still a bit cold here, but I'm doing my best to say and greet each person that walks past me and make eye contact and say something. Mm -hmm. There are still people that are socially don't want to do that. But if they're there and they want it, I'm going to meet them. Cool. Okay. Organize, purge, clean, give away. Well, I mean, hang on to the stuff and give it away later, but... That's what I wrote down. I said that this was... um, I think this is a great opportunity to actually go through things. Mm -hmm. Your junk drawers. Yeah. And and so you could say to your children um, or, or whoever else you're living with, or if you're living on your own... What a great opportunity to go through drawers and cupboards and cabinets, crawl spaces, anything, storage spaces, and put in a particular area giveaways mm-hmm. so that when this is over, because it's going to be over, when it's over, then you can load up your car or call a company, our rebuilt resources comes right to your door, and you're ready to contribute to society the day they say we're back at work or we're back at school or back to normal. Mm-hmm. And well, as ever normal, we're going to be after something like this. But um, it's a wonderful way to show value. It's a great thing to show your children that in a time when we're, some people are hoarding um, toilet paper and food and whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say anything about that because everyone's in a different situation. So maybe you need to. Um, okay. Um, but on the opposite side of that, you can still show your children and be a part of generosity. Good. So it can still be, yeah, there's a balance in our universe. Mm-hmm. We, we've taken in extra food in case we need it, but we can go through this stuff 
and get boxes or bins or just put it all over here in this corner or in our, you know, cupboard or crawl space, whatever place you have. And when this is over, that stuff is going to a school or whatever it is you want to give to. The next one is rest. Mm. It, it's, it's literally to say, hey, this is stressful. And, and stress creates fatigue. So it's okay to put in rest breaks. So maybe if you are working from home and you have a 15-minute break or an hour lunch, then maybe one of the things that you may do in a day in one of those or two of those is to actually just go and lay down. It is to rejuvenate yourself. I think it's really important to sit down or lay down or whatever, get into a nice position so you're comfy and ask yourself some questions. And I prepared some at the end of this show for people to use. Good. Okay. So we'll come back to that at the end. Um. I also wrote down, and I had said it earlier about sitting in front of a window and looking at nature, but I briefly want to go back to that because some people can't. They may not have that around them. So, and I think of people in tall apartment buildings that might not have a lot of nature around them in larger cities, look at magazines. Oh, put it up on your TV, cast it, play, play YouTube with bird sounds or ocean sounds. I'm doing that every or day. Rainforest. Yeah. So lis- listen to whatever appeals to you in nature. Connect somehow to it because it can help our anxiety go away, mm-hmm. especially when we watch the- how beautiful our earth really is. And and think about the fact that as we're going through this on this planet with this virus, the earth is healing. We're not polluting the water in the air as much. So enjoy. Look at it. Mm-hmm understand that you're participating in giving it a break. Mm-hmm. It's like a couple of weeks of Earth Day. Yes. <laughs> Where you turn your lights <laughs> off and you, yeah. Yeah. Cool. And, and, be, and be grateful for your participation in it so that you don't just think of this as all a big pain in your ass or all fear mm-hmm. or all anxiety or... Um, obsessive thoughts that are unwanted and intrusive thoughts, Mm -hmm. but where you actually sit there and reframe it in your mind that you're participating in something that is healing for the planet. Even if you can't get your own shit together to understand that your own body's looking for some healing. Hmm. I hope people are like hitting the rewind button and hearing that again. Me too. I hope so too. And I hope they're hearing the, some of these messages uh, or maybe all of them from many different people that are trying to help. Oh yeah, Doctor Phil. Um, there's there are lots of people that are trying to put out videos to help others calm with the anxiety during this period of time. Yeah, lots of therapists. Oh, tons of them are mm-hmm. doing a great job. Okay. Yeah, I am glad that you brought that up because I wish people would pay more attention to the therapists putting out oh, videos as too. opposed to the celebrities. Because mm-hmm. I'm still seeing, and it's not that they don't matter as people, but it's like Matthew McConaughey's message to humanity. And it's like, thanks, Matt. That's great. Yeah. But could we hear from the actual professionals yeah. and give them the focus yes. that they're trying to help us relax? They're yeah. trying to help us find ourselves again. There's some therapist, I can't remember her name. I think it's something like in a nutshell, therapy in a nutshell. Mm. Um, I've been watching her and sharing her. Um, Dr. Romani, who talks all about narcissism, so that if you're stuck in a house, 
24 hours a day with a narcissist, oh my God, please Google Dr. Romani. Um, she will help you understand some of the things that you're going through and why you're feeling certain things and how to cope better. And maybe while you're in self-isolation, you could just start your separation papers online. Just get the ball rolling. That's, maybe this is a good instigator. That's one. Is it on your it's list? It's on the list. <laughs> to, cre- to create ide- reasons to watch and observe and to, to fully sit in your reality. Because yeah. you may really be getting a great big gift from your guides mm-hmm. and from the spirit world to say, we are going to hold you in your shit. You can't Avoid. run to a hockey games. Yeah. And oh, not, not that I'm saying you shouldn't be in a hockey game. I just mean diversions. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't run around with your kids anymore. You have to sit still and see these people that you choose to live with or you choose to be in relationships with. It's time to, to really see what they are. And that's why I said people like Dr. Romani, Esther Perel, um, Mm-hmm. And and um, E S T H E R. I I just say that because she's very French and she pronounces it Esther. I want that on a bingo sheet. Someone has to put down Karen spells a word on a bingo sheet. <laughs> I do spell words constantly, like simple oh, words too. Sometimes it's not good doing a podcast show with your daughter because you just catch every little thing. <laughs> to God, eh? Um, yes, Esther Perel, relationship person who a psychologist who really spot on hits things and just does not let you go anywhere. She makes you squirm, but she brings every little bit of education and every little process to you. Like find these good people so that you have better conversations. And if you can't get to them, then when this is over, as you've said, get your lawyer, Mm -hmm. do something. We are going through these experiences to really have to face our truths. Okay, so I'll, I'll keep going so it doesn't become like just a big lecture about it. I wrote down aromatherapy. If you have aromatherapy in your home, don't forget your little vials. Don't forget that there are beautiful ones for relaxing, for de-stressing. Mm-hmm. Um, you might, if you don't have aromatherapy and you have a nice spice drawer, you might put spices on the stove with some water. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And and put some beautiful soft smells in your home, like that remind you of homemade cooking. If you're trying to watch what you're cooking, you might put a cinnamon stick in with a and just with a little tiny bit of vanilla, a drop of vanilla, mm-hmm. just so that you have a beautiful smell. It shifts moods. Yeah, we um, so we have our aromatherapy going um, with our essential oils. Yeah, circulating. Mm-hmm. And I walked in the door yesterday. I just got like hit by a wall, and I'm like, man, that smells like an A535 stick, you know? And I said, Eric, like, are you are you injured? He's like, no, I just find the smell like really calming. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm like, okay, whatever yeah. works. Uh, yeah, you like, and I don't want to say anything because um, there are some people who have seizures. Yeah. So you have to be very careful if you have anybody in your home who has mm-hmm. seizures, please do not use aromatherapy. Well, and hopefully you wait, are wait. educated about those things. Oh, I was just going to say, go online because there is a list of all the aromatherapy essential oils that can contribute to seizure activity. Uh, in um, animals as well. So yes. there's certain scents that are not safe for, for There pets. are tons of scents they can't use. And I know that from working with some people who've had seizures. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Remember your senses is what I'm saying. Um, Another thing on the list here is um, the five languages of love. Uh, And that might be something that you go, you know what, that that deserves a tracker all on its own. Oh my God, stick it in your kid's curriculum. 
If you're yes. homeschooling, let them take the online quiz about what their love language is as oh, a kid. I love it. And help them understand empathy, help them understand how they feel loved, and create dialogue and communication around that. Because if your kid is a quality time kid, but you're a touch parent, mm. they may not understand all this bombarding touch that's going on is your efforts to reach out and love them. Mm -hmm. But if you can understand that they really need the quality time to understand love, then you guys can meet each other halfway. Mm -hmm. Or take turns. Mm -hmm. You know, it could be that you say, okay, we're going to meet your needs today and mine tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to my hugs tomorrow, but today I will do acts of service for you Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And and another thing that goes nicely with this, of course, on the list is to check in. Mm-hmm. I- instead of assuming people will appreciate things, don't. Ask instead, mm-hmm. especially if you are living with somebody who's really struggling through this period of time and stress is high. Check-ins are going to be more appreciated than normal because where they might normally have appreciated that you did something for them, Maybe now they don't. Mm -hmm. Maybe now they want to wash their own laundry and change Mm -hmm. their own bed because they're nervous about germs. Maybe they need to take an action that contributes to them feeling safe versus in the past, maybe you're the one that was on laundry duty and they, they swept the floor or something or they did the cooking. Maybe now it's important for them to wash the laundry to feel, no, I'm I'm in control. This, this is perfect. I, I, I like doing that. But then balance that so that they don't become obsessive about it, but check in. Mm -hmm. So the checking in can stop a lot of fights. It can prevent a lot of harsh and hard feelings. And it can be a way to figure out that I'm trying to reach you. I've done these things today, or I did this this morning. Um, How are you with those things? Mm -hmm. Would you like me to do them again tomorrow or not? Do you need to do some of them so that you feel better about what's going on. So do do some good checking in. And if people are like, well, I don't know what kind of questions to ask, listen to the Coffee with the Sarlos shows that are up on YouTube and by sarlo.com. Every single one of our shows is full of emotional, intelligent questions. Honestly, Google good questions. Yeah, you can do that too. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say... Or make it a practice now that as you're listening to Dr. Romney or Esther Perel or any of these wonderful people, that every time you listen to a good podcast show and you like a question, that you take out a pen and paper mm-hmm. or you take out your cell phone or if you've got a dry erase board or a Rolodex or a notebook or whatever your family or you are using... And start, in if you're single, same thing. Every time you listen to something and you hear a good question, put it in one location so that you have a resource center of these wonderful questions. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to go to a fun one now. I said oh, I'd okay. intersperse them. Um, I think this is a fun one, and it's just to have a grateful heart. It's, it's to actually thank yourself for where you are and what you're going through. This is difficult. But... I'd say life is difficult every day for any human anyway, because that's how I think life is on this planet. But in particular right now, it's harder. So maybe it's time to be a little more grateful for some people. Some people need to start with gratitude because they have none anyway. Um, And to make sure that if you're by yourself and you live alone, make sure that you acknowledge your own gratitude to yourself. 
make sure that you really do sit down and are grateful that you're kind. Hey, and if you need someone to acknowledge it, share it with someone. Text someone your list of gratitude today and say, what about you? Because maybe that also allows them to give you some ideas of what you might not have thought to be grateful about. I just did that. That's I like that. I just did that to a friend. I texted her things I was grateful for yesterday and said, what about you? And she just texted back a couple of things as well. Nice. Yeah. So if you are alone, then still use all of these tools and make them work for you mm-hmm. however you reach out, whether it's phoning, texting, FaceTime, Skype, WhatsApp, Zoom, all Marco Polo. Like there are all these different types of ways that people can reach out. And if you don't know, Google that so that you can download an app and do it. Mm-hmm. Or get on the phone and ask somebody to walk you through it on your computer. Or if you, I mean, if you have children, like ask to be a part of their TikTok videos, ask to be a part of their Instagram stories yeah. and share them with family members or yeah. add family members so that you can stay connected. Yeah. And, and now more than ever too, maybe in the past you haven't reached out that much to a grandparent or to a single aunt or a single um, cousin or a single person in your family, maybe this is just bringing to our attention how much we need to reach out to people that are single instead of just thinking that if, in your, that if you're in your family unit, you're okay. You're okay and they're okay, so I don't have to reach out to other people. They got to deal with their own shit. Maybe now we can kind of go, mm, that's a little bit not nice, and now we can understand why. This is where we really are being asked to grow our empathy, mm-hmm. which I know is one of the podcast shows that you and I are airing in this little time frame. Uh, it just aired. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So if people are listening to this show and go empathy, I'd love to listen to that. Go back to the website, or if you're on Patreon, go back to that as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. One of the things I can see um, upside down here is uh, to slow down your actions. Oh, that was... Yeah, to just to do things slower, not to be rushing through your to-do list and not to be rushing through the things that need to get done in a day um, or even maybe through your work, if it's appropriate to say that, to just slow down and take your time doing things. I would imagine that people in the medical community do have to need to hear that because sometimes it's appropriate that time is of the essence and you're rushing Mm -hmm. and that's appropriate. And at other times it is appropriate to slow down and to assess Mm -hmm. because we can we have to balance those things, I think. Yeah, I think of someone coming home, maybe maybe like you said, a medical worker, a nurse coming home who's been on her feet all day or his yeah. feet all day and is running to and from to help everyone and gets home and thinks, why would I want to go for a walk? Yeah. And it may be that you need to get outside as one of the things that we're talking about and walk slowly just to be able to connect to your body again. Because if you're running around all day, you're not connecting to your body, you're flying, mm-hmm. right, to and from. So if you can walk slowly around the neighborhood, look at the trees, connect to the scenery, mm-hmm. connect to the air, then it doesn't have to be seen as just more movement or just more physical exercise. We're talking about intentional moving, mm-hmm. figuring out what it is you want to feel while you're getting something done. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the reasons why yoga is so good is that you do move intentionally and slowly. Not in all yoga. 
Oh, that's true. And I think people, and especially in North America, are largely uneducated about that. Oh. If, the, if all they're introduced to is, is Ashtanga or hot yoga, right. they may not actually understand that there's yin, yes. that there's kundalini, that there are so right. many different kinds that ask you to slow down. There you go. Hold, hold the pose. Yeah. Jesus Christ! I went to an um, a set. Sorry, I went to. A, is that bad? I've said I, worse things on this show. <laughs> She's looking at me like I said the f word. <laughs> well, just thinking. Never mind. They'll get go over ahead. it. Um, I went to one class in Ottawa. This is back in university. We did six poses in one hour. Yeah, I fell asleep in all six. <laughs> Because we were just asked to literally get into it, ease into it, and then hold it. Yeah. And because we were using bolsters and it was all on the ground, I fell asleep. Yeah. Like, and and my body laid in a surrendering position. Yeah. Right? And it's it's not about strengthening and getting getting better, right? Right. Well, maybe that can be one of the things on the tracker then is, we'll call it fast yoga and slow yoga. <laughs> Just for people to be able to go out and to Google different kinds of yoga so that the slow yoga could really be something that de-stresses the kids. Yeah. It could be something that you do individually or even as a family. Yeah. And it may be something where you actually connect to that narcissist in the house because you're just literally all doing something individually Mm -hmm. where there isn't confrontation or competition. Okay. I still might go for those lawyer's papers. <laughs> I don't think yoga is the answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that a lot of those therapists, especially Dr. Romney, has very explicit answers around that. And she's with you on that. Yeah. Like maybe don't connect to them. <laughs> well, she'd say it's impossible to. Yeah. But I, she does still explain processes you can in exist it. Yes. And, and cohabitate. Totally. All we right. don't want to say that she would say every single person has to leave every single narcissist. Okay. I wrote down to write, to take this as a time. Oh, you were giving eyes to the camera. That's funny. Um, to take this as a time to write. Some people um, could write just in a journal. Some of them could write uh, their experience, their emotions. Some people just doodle. They 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 don't actually like write full sentences. It can just be random thoughts or quick little things in a day. Um, it's it's in a variety of, of ways, but it's a good way to release things. It was actually one of the things that I read this morning that people are saying you should document what's happening. You should document oh. what's going on right now because okay. it's such, it's such, um, I don't even want to say pivotal, I'm afraid, because if people don't change, this isn't pivotal at all. Um, mm-hmm. But it's such a, a time in history that will be documented. And oh, if yeah. you are writing about what you've gone through, you don't know who that might be able to help yeah. um, or educate. Right. And, and also just to see your own growth. Because mm-hmm. if you may say you're 40 or you're 30 or whatever, 10 years old. To see what you've lived through. That's right. Mm-hmm. And how it affected you and how it affected life after that mm-hmm. um, for coworkers and everybody, our neighbors, just everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I did write down writing here um, because I thought it was cathartic. And I thought that the writing could lead to other things too. Like I said, doodling, drawing, sketching, um, which also can now just bring us into a whole area of 
creativity. Mm -hmm. What does that look like if you had creative time? And some people still might say, I'm still working full time at home. I don't have time. Nothing has changed for me. I understand that. But I also understand there are people where it has changed drastically. They don't have a job. They are in a location, uh, maybe living with multiple people and have to figure out all of a sudden, I'm not used to seeing all these people. Mm -hmm. We usually don't run into each other and now we're all looking at each other all day. So to be able to find things to do that really are on your own and aren't just to keep you busy, but actually are to help you process or to think or to be creative and to use the right side of your brain and the left side of your brain at the same time could be wonderful. Mm -hmm. Because exploring, explorative learning helps you understand your emotions. Yes. And, and this would be an awesome time for people to be able to say, okay, if I'm going to be in my house for a few days, a few weeks, whatever it is, a month, whatever it is, this also gives me a solid piece of time where I actually could follow through. Mm-hmm. Life isn't going to come along and get busy in another day or two, and I can't. I'm actually going to be in this situation for a while, so I might as well begin the journaling, or I might as well begin all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. I can get through cleaning the cupboards now. I'm going to have time. Um, another thing I've got here on this list, Kelly, that just caught my eye is apologize sincerely. And We've done shows on how to apologize. <laughs> just say, we have resources, don't panic. Yeah, we have lots of shows on how to do an effective apology. But oh my goodness, I think people are going to really learn right now that their empty apologies really do mean nothing and you can't walk away anymore and ignore it. When you've apologized and went, oh, sorry, I forgot. I, I, I was supposed to pick that up. Oh, sorry, I forgot. And, and no that you didn't forget, you didn't pick it up because you didn't want to. Yeah. And instead, you apologize with absolutely no meaning. And so now you might have to actually still walk away and walk into another room or try and turn away from that person. And I think what's going to happen here is that we just all can't walk away anymore. If you really didn't mean the apology and you really didn't forget, then maybe now it's time to correct that behavior and pick it up. Because maybe picking it up and actually walking down one set of stairs and putting it in a laundry basket could solve so much. Yeah, do better. So much. That is such that is such a common problem in so many relationships. And I don't just mean dropping clothes and not picking it up and then making that the big issue to fight about. The issue to fight about is the fact that you have no integrity. The issue here is that you say you'll change and you don't, mm -hmm. or you're, you refuse to individuate and to grow up and don't, it's actually the issues that are un underneath all of those behaviors that the person wants you to deal with who's telling you to pick it up. And now it's time to actually deal with that stuff. And I think a sincere apology with change could actually go a long way. I'm going to read a few now. Okay. Choose kindness when possible, but not people-pleasing. Mm -hmm. Lots of shows on that if you're curious what the difference is. Mm -hmm. um, and I think choosing kindness can be referred back to when we're talking about the love languages. Mm -hmm. So figuring out how you enjoy expressing those things is important. Um, otherwise, you are teetering into your people-pleasing. Mm -hmm. Oh, 
watch slash water your plants. You're adorable. I like that you wrote watch your plants. Yeah, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Just to see the growth and the change. I love watching the plants in my living room. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love seeing the change in how they're growing and what they're doing. They're living things, and I and I really do appreciate them. Mm-hmm. I appreciate what they give to my home and what they give to the energy here. Mm-hmm. You also got take care of your pets. They're stressed too. Yeah. I check in with Parker every time you're here with him. Mm-hmm. I keep making sure that his needs are being met and that if he's carrying some of your stress or Eric's stress or my stress that I can put mine away for a while and be able to go, I can deal with that tonight. I can, I can handle that. Right now I'm going to focus on what does Parker need? Mm -hmm. Can I make sure that I'm sitting with him and feeling love, not anxiety? Can I look out the window and enjoy nature while I'm with him? I'll say too, not annoyance. Cause I know like Parker has been grooming Eric Every single day. Oh, yeah. Because he senses Eric's stress. Right. And so if either one of us were to push him away out of annoyance, like, stop that. Don't do oh, that. yeah. Then we're dismissing the dog's efforts to help us calm down. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, you did touch on this one earlier. Be silent. Um, enjoy the noise, but t- like re- repeat and take breaks. Yeah. Um, and be respectful of others around you. Yeah. You might have a quiet time in your home, especially if there's lots of people in it or somebody is noisy. They walk around banging cupboards and they mm-hmm. they can't do anything quiet. And and really, if that's you and you know that's you and you think, oh, well, that's just who I am. No, grow oh, up. Grow up. You have to become aware of other people. You can't just say, this is who I am. Love me for who I am. Mm-hmm. That's abuse. This one's one of my favorites. Take breaks from each other. Mm-hmm. That's important on a regular basis. And I know yeah. there, are, there are probably some people who are used to being at home alone. Maybe you work from home and your partner doesn't, and now they're in your space. Mm-hmm. You still need to figure out how to take time away from one another. Yeah. And I, this is something with check-ins that we've done where I've invited my partner out for a walk with me, but he has said, do you need to walk by yourself first? Do you need to walk by yourself today? Yeah. Um, and we've offered each other alternatives that if yeah. if we can't afford to exercise with each other today or get outside for fresh air yeah. because the other one needs the alone time, then we can find other things to do. Right. And we can reconnect in that way on a different day. Yeah. Um. So can I jump back up? Because I see mm-hmm. um, we have Cook, which is funny that I'm delivering this one since I hate doing it, but it is a great idea. Mm -hmm. And it does create comfort. It goes Mm -hmm. to maybe a routine if that's something that you're used to doing. It creates, uh, it goes back to the sensory experience Mm -hmm. of um, sense that you enjoy or love um, or bring you comfort. And it can bring you together as well. And I, I wanted to say here too about Cook, don't assume that the person who does the cooking always wants to do the cooking. Mm -hmm. Somebody else could benefit from it, even if it's cheese and crackers and fresh or vegetables or something out of a can. Mm-hmm. You you might think she's just opening cans and warming up soup for supper. So why can't you do it then? Mm-hmm. If that's all that it is and it's not a big deal, sometimes it's just nice to be the person that comes to the table and sits down instead of thinking, well, that's what she does, so she'll do it or he I think it's important too because it brings us back into process, Mm -hmm. right? Like a meal doesn't just happen all at once. 
Um, so if you can walk yourself through a process, it's something that can remind you to do process in other areas as well. I think it also talks about going back and checking in mm-hmm. and, and, and maybe saying to that person, even though you're just opening a couple of cans, would you like me to do it? Mm-hmm. So you've also got down here, help others daily in your home or online. Mm-hmm. And, and I think for some people who still can get outside, even though we are in isolation for the most part, well, I'll say for a huge part, some people can still go outside. And so in some places we still need to sweep or we still need to shovel or carry the garbage can to the curb. Mm-hmm. Do something. Do something for somebody else. It's not just going to make them feel good. It's going to make you feel good doing it. Unless, again, you're a narcissist and that nothing feels good, but for the most part. Yeah. When you extend yourself to other people, your world yeah. has to come from anxiety and being very small yes. to back up to the to the big perspective again, which Kelly, is important. I like how you said that right after I talked about a narcissist. Because if somebody's listening to this, that might help them explain that narcissists feel anxiety. Yeah. Because their world is only ever them. That's, that's right. Mm-hmm. So they have lots of anxiety. Oh, this one was neat and we've done before, not in isolation, is play games with your pets. So we did talk about playing games with your family or with yourself to help mm-hmm. your brain or to help connection. But um, training, finding good training games online, um, mm-hmm. getting uh, having that bonding experience with your pet where you mm-hmm. break things down into very learnable, manageable pieces um, can yeah. allow for connection. It's fantastic. And it's a great opportunity if there are several people in the house to participate in the training. It can be something that's really good for your pet because behaviors will improve. You might even notice that everybody else's behaviors improve. Mm-hmm. Yep, I was not lost on me as I was reading here. Are you talking to me? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Maybe it was lost on me. No, no. I'm just thinking... I'm just thinking back into my own past. And I've said this on other oh, podcasts yeah. when I said, I really wished I had gone through a process of, of learning how to train a dog before I had children. Mm-hmm. And I'm not comparing them. I'm just saying Why? that processes, because you need you should have processes in both, mm-hmm. that the dog training taught me so much about breaking it down into more manageable pieces so that you don't you don't lose your shit. Yeah, and communication. I've, yeah. I think that's a fine thing to say. I think it's fantastic. And there are great websites that can even teach you how to do games with your pets so that they have to move around their space and burn up some of that energy. It's wonderful. Cool. You also have um, sharing the talking and the listening. Oh my God, yes. Some people need to be told, shut up. Just stop talking. Or it's not your turn anymore. Or just silence, please. Mm -hmm. Just silence. Or I'd like to speak. Mm -hmm. Like some people just don't ever check in that they are energetically Vamp being an energetic vampire and sucking all the energy out of the room or the house or the apartment or whatever. They just don't get it. So I'm hoping if we say that, just stop talking. Could be lovely. Some people might go, oh my God, best part of the show. (laughs) 
We should have put really good, like, punchy ones before and after that. So if people wanted to share one part of this podcast with people, they could give them, like, a window, and the person wouldn't know that they meant exactly that one. Sorry. <laughs> Hindsight. Sometimes it just has to be done and said and put out there. Um, so that, that falls into set good boundaries and be respectful. Yeah. Um, which I think we're ending, we're ending the list here. Um, but you wrote down, which I find really interesting and really helpful is share in kindness, not in resentment. Yeah. Like some people will do something for someone else. And then as soon as something isn't done back for them, they attack them. Mm -hmm. Like the sharing really isn't truly because it's just to be done for somebody. That's really not with the right intention. So during this period of time where we're really isolated and locked in together, I think it's a good time for people to sit back and go, geez, do I actually give from the right space? Or do I actually do things for others waiting for it to come back to me? That's part of narcissism if you're doing that. Or people pleasing. Yes. Ironically, it can be both. And I think the people pleasers often think they are better people than the narcissists in this category. Right. Because they talk about their caretaking and they think they're so great and they're reliable or dependable. But if you yeah. are giving with the intention of someone has to do this for me as well, then you're really not or coming from a good place. Or has to appreciate me, mm-hmm. has to say things a thousand times. And what's wrong with that? Well, well, no, that's what we're saying. We're saying you're doing it with the wrong intention. Mm-hmm. There is something wrong with that. I have exercise down there. Yeah, it's the next one. It's huge. Daily. In whatever capacity you're capable of, that you can safely do. Um, there's online, there's so many online courses happening right now via live stream. Oh, yeah. Um, because people in the fitness industry had to shut down their facilities yes. uh, to be responsible. Um, but that's something that you can do in the comfort of your own home. If you don't have weights at home, grab cans of heavy food right? Mm-hmm. Um, lunge down your hallways, do mm-hmm. your calf exercises on your stairs, be creative in the way that you can work from home mm-hmm. or work out from home. home. Yeah. Pardon and if me. you have very limited space, you are in one room because you went, you rent a room, you might really be like, wow, what do I do? If you have any floor space or even a bed, you just might want to go on and Google um, and search things for yoga. Oh, there's apartment workouts. Oh, perfect. There's all kinds of things. And they utilize the spaces too. So if you've got a chair, you know, you can do tricep dips. You can do certain things from one particular item in your house that will help you. And and we know for sure that for any kind of illness, well, I shouldn't say that for any kind of illness. Let's take that back. We know that they're saying for this COVID-19 virus that exercise is so important. Yeah, you want to keep your lung capacity healthy. You want to keep your circulation good. And so if you're in a place where you can exercise and get the fresh air, please do so if you're healthy enough and and keep your social distancing that they're talking about and be, like be responsible. Wipe down your surfaces. Do all of those wonderful things. Okay. If you flip the page. Well, I, hang on. I oh, got sorry. one more that I actually can't even really read here. One second. Okay. Contribute to your something at home. It looks like Frisbee, but that definitely can't be the word. To your tribe. Oh, cute. Contribute to the tribe. Don't think that because you are limited or because of a position, I'm the dad, I'm the mom, I'm this, I'm the kid, 
Um, I'm the grandparent. I'm too old. Whatever. Don't look at it that way. Figure out no matter who you are, what you can contribute, mm-hmm. as opposed to sucking the energy out of everybody or, or making everybody live in fear the whole time they're in the house with you. Figure out how you can contribute to making all of these experiences better, not just for yourself, but for somebody else. Yeah. And remember too, that a lot of depressions stem from a lack of purpose or a a disconnect from what your purpose is. So if you Mm -hmm. can create purpose or find purpose in your tribe by being at home, um, then it keeps you in that good place of being connected. I love it. So if you figure these things out, then what I'm hoping, just even that one all by itself to figure out how you can contribute to the tribe or your family or whoever you're living with, whatever that situation is. I hope it doesn't end when this virus mm-hmm. is over. And and frame it that way for your children. You know, yeah. if they're saying, well, how come I'm doing, you know, this is normally this person's job. Well, because we're all trying to find purpose here so that we can stay healthy and happy in our brains and in our hearts. And remember that your your health is in all areas of your life. So what we're also trying to do is to say, take care of your emotional health, your spiritual health, your physical and mental, all the aspects, and make sure that you, if you can, that you check in with the other people and pop in and say, hey, what did you do today? What did you do to socialize? What did you do? Ask. You might hear a wonderful story or just a quick, yeah, I took care of it. Yeah, check in on your people. Okay, so we promised some questions at the end. <laughs> I was just trying so hard. <laughs> For anyone who's like, what well, What happened? You should, uh, first of all, you should be on YouTube. <laughs> Karen hit herself in the face with her paper. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, um, so I wrote some questions down, but I certainly want you to add to them. Sure. How will people feel in your presence I want people to think about these questions over the next couple of weeks or days or month, whatever we're going through. How will people feel in your presence? Do they feel energized or do you deplete them? And that could be good to assess frequently. So if there's been a fight over something, did you just deplete in the fight? Or can you stop and change that so that that you can both leave energized? And that might require that you actually try to problem solve it. Will you motivate better behavior? Isn't that wonderful? Mm -hmm. Are you motivating a better behavior? Will you instigate destructive behavior? I think that's a huge one. And remember too, these questions apply whether you're in the house with someone or you're in the house all by yourself. Mm -hmm. So yes, thank you. I love that. Mm -hmm. So if you're a drinker and you have an alcohol problem and now you're going to go over and make yourself another drink when you know you shouldn't, I want you to ask yourself that question. Am I instigating destructive behavior? Do you model good listening skills? Do you model low listening skills? Now, if people don't know what that means, go listen to some of the other shows where we actually go into what a good listener is. Or YouTube it. Yes, always. Are you trying to connect or are you trying to create a disconnection? 
And somebody might say, well, what's that mean? Well, well then you didn't listen to the entire show. So yes. go back and listen again. Yes. So disconnecting could be that you're walking away or that you've just stopped listening. And this doesn't just have to do with listening. We're talking about connection to and with all of these things. Mm-hmm. Are you distracted or are you focused? Sometimes I think a lot of the problems are created because we're so distracted. Yeah, and this is an easy time to be distracted with stress. But if you are in this isolation period with us right now, then you can use each one of these things to have mini focuses throughout your day mm-hmm. so that you can just kind of train your brain to come come away from the mm-hmm. from the stress and the distraction. Yeah, maybe you want to limit it. Maybe you just really want to check in maybe when you wake up in the morning and or maybe if if there's a news conference at 11 o'clock, you watch that for the 20 minutes and you're done for the day. Mm-hmm. And for the rest of the day, you're getting homework done or you're working on cooking or you're working on any of the number of things that we've talked about, but that it isn't a constant going back to the phone, check up, check up, check up. Mm-hmm. That every time you do that, you're going to instigate more anxiety. And distraction. Yes, from everything else that's actually going on in your world. Mm-hmm. Are you able to see the human? Mm, sorry. Oh, are you able to see the humor in this moment? That might lighten some of the moods mm-hmm. if you're able to see the humor in it, or be able to create humor. Mm-hmm. Can I? Is that the last one? No. Oh, sorry. I've got I've got another one, uh, and this is my last one. Are you able to see the bigger picture? So instead of, like you said, being micro-focused on if it's just a fight over a toy between two kids, can you see the bigger picture? If we're going to be stuck here together for a full week, do you think you both will have time to play with that toy at some point? Mm -hmm. Do you want to make arrangements that you have it for a day and the other one has it for a day? Or is this an opportunity to teach empathy? Yeah. I wanted to add one more thing, and it's not a question. And if you want to veto it, I can edit it right out. Um, and that is to cry. Mm. Just just a reminder that all of these things are great things to focus on. Mm-hmm. Keep them in your tracker list. But there's nothing wrong with crying. Mm-hmm. There is devastation happening in the world, yeah. and it is okay to weep with empathy. Because yes. empathy is something that we are constantly trying to help you cultivate and maintain. Yeah. And if you just need to carve out time in your day, whether it's five minutes in the morning and five minutes in the evening or however it fits into your routine, to just feel for others, that's good too. Mm-hmm. Crying is part of processing our emotions. Yeah. I would imagine everyone is feeling some grieving. Yes. And I, it's... It's a way to connect still. And I think that we forget that and we judge it and we might think that it's a waste of time or it's not useful. Um, but crying is a way to keep connecting to ourselves um, and our realities, but also to others in theirs. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's wonderful that you brought that up, Kelly. Good. And I think it's a lovely thing to be able to do on your own. And know you're not alone because your spirit guides are still with you. And people, as we're seeing everywhere in the world, are wanting so desperately to continue to connect with each other. Yeah. That you are certainly not alone in weeping or in laughter or in singing or in dancing. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for the extra show. Mm -hmm. I hope people enjoy it, whether they're sitting in the middle of this or at any other time. 
hopefully when we come out at the end of all of this, mm-hmm. that people might still go back and listen to it and go, I still liked a lot of the trackers. I still like the new routines. Mm-hmm. Some good stuff came out of this. Yeah, I think very easily that when all of this, I don't want to say blows over because this is mm. this is a deal. Um, but I think that when this settles and we come back to some kind of normal routine in our, in our day-to-day lives, we could probably keep this posted and just write to help you through your family vacation. <laughs> because really what we're talking about is a concentrated time or time frame where you have to spend, you know, all of this time with these few people. It's like being at the cottage in really bad weather. Totally. <laughs> or a Florida vacation, and it's it's raining for six days, you know? Yes. I think that these are good things for day-to-day life. Right. Um, and if people are like, oh, I already knew this stuff, you know, this isn't new. Well, hopefully now you're understanding that we need to be able to take one activity and move it into another situation or scenario to yeah. see how you can still have great benefit from it. Yeah. That's great. Okay. So if you have questions or comments, you can email us at info at Otherwise, have a wonderful week and take care of one another.